0: Welcome, welcome to Crypto Chat with Chavo, the edgiest podcast in the crypto realm. I'm your host, the crypto connoisseur, Chavo, ready to deep dive into the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all things crypto-related. But hold on tight, my friend, because this is not your average finance show. even my occasional moonshot predictions. So buckle up, scrap in, and get ready for a wild ride to the ever-evolving world of crypto. Let's pull the latest trends, uncover hidden gems, and maybe even the secret messages hidden in the blockchain. Remember my fellow crypto of always doing your own research to crypto spaces like a wild west. You need to be your own share. See, knowledge, stick curious, and let's navigate this digital frontier together. So grab your headphones, clink up the volume, and get ready to be immersed in the world of Crypto chapo. Prepare to whack, murder, and maybe have your mind blown. Let's give this party a start. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the pod. This is Crypto Chat with Chopo, Chep- episode number 385. As we roll into this beautiful November 26th on a Sunday. Glad you're joining me today. We have a lot to cover. A couple different topics. Probably should start off the show talking about, oh, the big news with CZ or Xiaoping from finance. as last week, at the end of last week, the uh, U.S. government sanctioned Binance, or as Janet Yellen said, Binance. Sanctioned Binance and fined them and brought criminal charges, of course, as CZ pled guilty to these charges. The big question is, how is this going to end? At As the crux of this matter appears to be that... Binance was allowing for trade of cryptocurrencies through some terrorist organizations. That That is the accusation. I don't know enough about all the details to know if that is true or not. My, my guess is that description is maybe a little unfair in the sense that it's important that we're holding all, all corporations, entities, whatever, to to the same standard. And, And the reason why I put it that way is there's a big difference between being a facilitator of of potentially terrorist activities, right? That's bad. That's not a good thing. And those things happening through your company, whatever. It, I, I know this is going to come convoluted. So if, if we peel it back and look at it's a simple question, if there is illegal activity happening on... The telephone, let's say, pretend you have a landline. Some people have a landline anymore. Most people have cell phone, clearly. But if you have this, this illegal activity going through using the phones to facilitate such activities, is it the phone company's responsibility to find out and end and these? Now, once again, I don't know if the U.S. government went to finance and said, We know this is happening and you stop it, which is possible. I don't know if that's what happened. Or are they saying, look, our research shows that illegal things are happening, which wouldn't really be that surprising. There's illegal things happening on U.S. federal highways and state highways and city streets through cell phones and through internet yes even the internet so are the isps responsible then this is where it starts to get really convoluted and i'm glad i'm not a regulator in any way or the u.s government in this situation where you have to try to figure out this nuanced type of new digital edge. this battle is definitely definitely not over and as we are moving closer to what looks like what looks like a approval of the bitcoin etf and probably most likely ethereum etf and some others to follow that this battle is really heating up and maybe just maybe the easiest way to control the bitcoin network if that's even a possible thing i'm not that much of a developer to know that the way to do that would be to buy all the Bitcoin, or maybe not all of it or a significant portion of it and at what cost would that take it would be big and what would be the reaction of the crypto market now the market cap for for bitcoin is not even a trillion dollars my gut is that governments and blackrock and those institutions wanted to get after all the bitcoin which they may be set to do the price is going to certainly rise but at the end of the day they are going to probably achieve that type of swallowing of bitcoin and You know, probably Ethereum. Probably not the best ending. Now, I do believe that there are some extremely bright people that are already looking at this and developing plans. What is that going to look like? I don't know. And how do you translate that into having the same network effect that that Bitcoin did? I can only really think of one or two ways. And one of them, I, I don't even know if it's is possible, as some people think that Satoshi is dead, which maybe he is, maybe the group of individuals. I don't know. I I can't imagine the same type of fervor behind a token unless it's created by Satoshi. That's my own gut. Now, is that some far-fetched Dreamland scenario? Probably, maybe. I don't know. No one else can tell you. I'm sure there are people that know, but I don't know the answer to that. I still think that we are Right on the edge of one of the greatest bull runs in the history of cryptocurrency, and that is saying a lot, especially when you consider tokens run thousand x's and more, like she, like Shib, like Doge did, like Bitcoin, did. you know, like Ethereum. I mean, it is not with beyond the question of this bull run being the super cycle that everybody has talked about i think it's impossible for governments and corporations to eliminate cryptocurrencies and i am very certain that cypherpunks and individuals concerned with digital privacy and sovereign economic thoughts, philosophies will not permit this to end with. That's my own two cents. And I think it's probably wise for everybody else to really think about that. Just to pause, if you're into crypto, you, you, you need to do the, the backstory research on bitcoin the er, go look at the early days what was trying to be accomplished and why was it trying to be accomplished that is where you need to start from there with that background knowledge will give you a very different perspective on what potentially could transpire in the next year when it comes to bitcoin and cryptocurrencies The ethos for Bitcoin is the freedom, financial freedom, decentralization, a flight from the control or the inflation of, of monetary supply, which hurts the common person, people like you and I more than anybody else. Let's face it. And you can call me whatever you want. If I, if you believe I'm thinking some particular way, but look, I, you know, I have a college degree, I have a master's degree. And, you know, I went into a field that doesn't pay massively because I I wanted to spread love and joy and and, you know, be a positive influence. And it's hard. It's it's difficult to make, you know, your insurance payments and your house payments and the groceries that are out. I mean, it is extremely hard. Where where can I get some of that? financial freedom where you know the everything is inflated because governments print money and they've been doing it and they're are massive in debt and that gets passed off to me. And what if I don't want that? What if I don't want to you know be in that economic situation where I'm, you know, there's some instability there. Where can I get that in the stock market? <laughs> I mean, the average person probably not are you going to get that in your 403, your 401k? Maybe on a longer time horizon. But what if existed place where you could actually find that? And I think that's what the biggest allure of Bitcoin and cryptos are. It, it is really talking to the common person and saying it doesn't have to be the way it is right now. It doesn't have to be this way. It could be a better and safer world without all the violence. And it could be. Now, there's always going to be evil in the world. There's always going to be criminals in the world for sure. And will they operate using cryptocurrencies? Sure. Do they operate using cash? Yes. Do they operate using phone lines? Yes. So all of these things that are true of criminals without Bitcoin, Or with Bitcoin, it doesn't matter. That will happen. The bigger point is how can we as humans maybe leverage some of this for a better and more, I don't know, kinder world? That sounds so hokey, but that's honestly, you know, what I feel, feel like. Anyway, let's just take a gander at where Bitcoin's at it. Today it's at 37, 344, which is up. 2.5% 2.5% in the last seven days. It does look like it's accumulating a little bit, especially over the last couple of days as we're holding in a kind of a tight range. I believe that there were really some people thinking that the ETF might be approved and that's why everybody's jumping in. But now there's been some delays and the finance situation caused people to pause and, I definitely am not taking my eyes off the market right now. I am deployed in the manner in which I want to be. And sure, there's always tokens you want to buy. I cannot see another scenario with, within the next year where this thing doesn't start to run massively. Could we go down prior to that? Absolutely. Could we go down significantly? Yeah. Yes. And I'm just going to simply hold mine. And this is not financial advice. At this point, I'm at the holding phase and not even really looking at the prices. I, I don't even hardly even look at the prices right now. I have my tokens, I'm holding them. And, you know, there might be some that I'm, you know, would consider it, hopping into, but now is the time, once again, not financial advice. if I had that time machine and I could you know come back and tell myself with all the knowledge that I have, you know pro- this would be the same feeling that people were starting to get before the last bull run, when we went up to sixty nine thousand dollars right this is This is the pulse. Now, it doesn't happen right away. We had COVID in the middle, which tanked us back down. Not in the middle, right around that halving. But if you look at the chart, we were going up. Undeniable. Same situation today. Not financial advice whatsoever. Please, please, please do not take anything I talk about as financial advice because I am a trading idiot and I do this for fun in my own little studio that I created to share my nerdiness with the world. As always, be in the present moment, be in the here and now, do something nice for somebody, learn something new. Highly recommend you go back to Bitcoin talk forum, even something, I won't say that one, and and cypherpunk archives and start reading it early communication on bitcoin it's essential right now it's going to be essential in the next year as i think some actions are going to take place to try to control if you will the crypto market and i'm not saying good or bad i'm just saying my prediction that's what's going to happen until next time this has been chapo have an amazing day and that concludes another electrifying episode of Crypto Chat with Chambo. Thank you all for tuning in and joining me on this wild journey to the Crypto Cosmos. Remember, none of the content we discussed here is financial advice, so always conduct your own due diligence. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay connected with Crypto community, be sure to hit that subscribe button and follow me on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow me on Twitter at EL underscore Chapo underscore GB. Together, we'll continue to unravel the mysteries of blockchain and cover new opportunities and share excitement for all things crypto. As always, keep those wallets secure, those private keys safe, and may your crypto portfolio thrive ever in the ever-changing market. Until next time, this is Chapo signing off. Stay edgy, stay informed, and stay crypto. Cheers.